This is Tracy. This is Samantha. This is The Suspended Sentence. Grab your latte and join us as we enter Season 2, starting January 1st of 2024. A year packed full of serial killers that you may or may not have ever heard of. Thanks for being there. Stay safe. Top of the day, Trash Pandas. Welcome back to Hot Garbage, True Crime Edition. I'm your host, Nisha, and this is my beautiful best friend and co-host. Buddha badass. So last week, I told you that we had a special guest that's coming on, and I'm so excited because she's actually a loyal listener. She supports all of our podcasts, and now she's starting a podcast. Isn't that great? And support these people trying to start it. If you Don't be like some other people that was like to us before. Oh, my you gosh. You podcast. Be that podcast person that supports them, too. Right, exactly. Support podcast support podcast throw that out there because <laughs> i'm like man that's ridiculous i mean because i didn't do it but if i did i would support other podcasts right of course you know what i'm saying it wasn't me but somebody it was yeah absolutely and just be more supportive out there there's love in the world there's too much way too much hate <laughs> let's start giving more love right absolutely well without further ado we have our wonderful guest stacy who's also aka kitchen witch whoop whoop let's burn her down hello thank you thank you guys Thank you so much for coming on. And I was going to tell you, I'm so proud of you for starting a podcast because you remind me of me. Like, I'm a loyal podcast listener. I listen to so many podcasts. And I think it's really dope that somebody could just come from listening to podcasts and now start a podcast. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it's funny as I feel like, I mean, like you were saying, supporting podcasts. I started out um, just like, hey, I really like this. You know, I'm. I'm going to just kind of put it out there and see if other people like it. And then I started noticing that when I was supporting a podcast, then that podcast would contact me and be like, hey, thank you for this. You know, you don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. And, and then when um, Lavender, uh, early on Wednesday, and I decided to join forces and do a podcast, the outpouring of support has just been phenomenal. And yeah. So now I really feel. I like can't that. wait. I can't wait because I'm going to be tuning in. So at the end of the show, will you make sure to tell everybody where they can listen to it? Because I'm excited as hell. Oh, yeah. Well, I yeah, also want to give a shout out to the podcast community. Yes. Um, is I was a trash talker, non-podcast supporter. I was not a person that was advocate of podcasts at all either. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> joining in became an experience for me. Like, uh, as a true noob, like, I didn't know what was going to happen, had very low expectations, and it was like jumping into, uh, you know how you have one of those family mom-and-pop businesses, you just jump in, but everybody knows your name, like it's Cheers or something. You know, like, everybody knows your name. (laughs) Doom, 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 doom. And they're always glad you came. (laughs) That's how podcast world felt, man. I was like, wow, this is real community stuff here. 
People people hit each other back. People send shout outs. People ask to do commercials. It's fun, fun, awesome stuff where you feel like you're part of a gang. You're part of yeah, a group. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we need to come up with a gang sign that we throw up. Like, there's Crips, there's Bloods, there's the podcasters. We throw up the P. Oh, my gosh. I agree. I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Or, or like you guys will see on my Instagram, I'm a heavy metalist from way back before I could walk, so you'll see me with the devil horns all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, that's funny that you said that, because that brings me into my next question. I know that we're going to get into your story, but can you tell the listeners a little bit about, because you're witch with all the gifts, 666. So can you tell everybody a little bit about you being like a kitchen witch? Because I wanted to make a clarification of what that is. And I mean, especially making 666 a positive thing. How are we doing that? dope so so where so because i know everybody thinks that like 666 is like that's the devil's number and it's bad like what does it mean for you i heard you just can't even say that out loud three times in a row or you're gonna get cursed no let me before you explain this so so if my total came up to like six dollars and 66 cents i had something else three times now well okay you're gonna be cursed okay you know what telling you now but go ahead and finish your conversation okay. for the sake of your soul. Well, look, Sacrifice your soul for this. So there was, if my total comes up to the numbers, I'll, I'll add something else on just because I didn't never want my total to be those numbers. Uh-huh. And so maybe Stacy, you could clarify exactly is 666. Oh, shoot. I said it again. Uh, oh, I'll hit okay. it. Go ahead. You know girl. <laughs> and the flames have come. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Stacey, can you clarify that number? Cause maybe we're wrong and that's not bad. I love you. I, I love your commentary. I, I wish it, that uh, I could show you guys like when I'm in the car and I'm listening to you. Just, <laughs> I, I hang on every word because I can't wait to see what Buddha's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome. Cool. Namaste. Namaste and blessings yeah. to you. Um, and many blessings to you. Um, that That is, for me, 666 was just a fun thing to put at the end of it because 
Instagram wanted numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't I don't believe in anything that's satanic. I don't practice anything that's um, dark or uh, anything like that. I don't um, I don't wish any um, ill feelings on um, on anyone. Um, and actually, for like a green witch or a kitchen witch. Um, we put out what we hope to come back. So as, uh, as the new year is coming, I will ask for blessings for those that I care about. And then also for myself, which is as above, so below, as within, so without, as the universe, so the soul, which is basically Mm. saying I'm putting up to the universe to give me guidance. And when I get that guidance, it's going to come to me from within. I'm not and then I'm going to put that guidance. I'm gonna put that guidance back out, and then it's gonna come back to my soul, and it's gonna enrich my soul. Oh, just telling me those words, girl. My soul felt nervous right now. Yeah, I, I felt like I ate something really good right now. That's awesome. That Thank was, you for that. Mm, yeah, I feel like we're gonna mm, go in 2024 good, like with delicious. a good new year, right? With energy like that, a positivity to the soul. We, I used to, I told you I was one of those strict families that came from religion, mm-hmm. and we used to do what's called a lock in. I did it until I was like nineteen years old. I didn't know that anybody else didn't do this. Yeah, but we'd lock ourselves in the church and we would pray for the world. Mm-hmm. You can't. We was not allowed to pray for yourself for forty eight hours. We was allowed to eat. We was allowed to go get food. They'd give us food and stuff there, but that's all we would do. Mm. We pray for the souls and sing hymns for the souls of the others, of blessings for the others wow. in the world. Oh, that's dope. So this is yeah, something that's, that's I, nice. I didn't know that anybody didn't do that until I was like like twenty years old and someone was like we smoke weed and go out and party I was like what who does that right <laughs> I thought demons come out and you burn in hell if you leave this church I, what <laughs> <laughs> you crazy as heck <laughs> well I told everyone last week that this is going to be a heavier episode uh, so trigger warning we are going to be talking about suicide and zero Stacy is going to tell her story because we're so happy that she's here and she's actually a suicide survivor now that is yeah. something I'm not being funny but I just always thought that was an interesting term to say uh-huh. of being a suicide survivor yeah I mean you know suicide means it had, you had to kill well, you had to die well she but she, like, that's like saying you're a murder survivor well okay like well it's, I don't know you're not what, murdered until you're dead okay you know what <laughs> the semantics just the, the technicality I, I don't I think it's just a I don't know who came up with the word suicide survivor what, what is a better term for you Buddha for someone that's either been murdered well survived like what's a better term for you oh man almost I would say extreme deprivement or extreme depression survival like to, oh. to go to the level to where you want to kill yourself and make it through Mm. Is something so depression survivor? I like, like that, right? Almost even miracle baby is what I want to call because you did do it, and then you got told by source that you should stay here. Oh, not even you could take this from source. Yeah, I like that. What do you think about that, Stacey? I I like that. Um, a lot of times, the reason I use suicide survivor is because that is the Cry for help, mm-hmm. but 
but when you survive your mental illness, like your mental illness or your mental health Mm -hmm. was in such a tragedy um, or in such a crisis that you felt like it was going to kill you and you survived it. So if you don't mind me asking, like, I know, like, the day, you know, in question or just period, before you even were going to do that, like, what, was there any signs? Like, did you tell anyone, like, I'm thinking about killing myself or were you kind of, like, just suffering in silence? No, um, no, I didn't tell anyone. Um, I was semi-suffering in silence. Um, my depression had taken over. Um, so I was laying in bed, um... 12, 16, 18 hours of the day, and if I did get up, I'd go out to the couch, and I would do the same thing there, but I would always find myself back into um, our bedroom where, where it's dark, and um, and there was no, there was no forethought, there was no telling anybody, I just literally got up out of bed and said, you know what? I can't deal with this hurt anymore. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Now, here's the thing that I want to get out a warning to. Mm -hmm. Because depression, that's why I said depression survivor. Because depression is very, very, very dangerous. Mm -hmm. And it is something that is tolling. But is some people, especially when we get to the level of intelligent people, are aware that they're doing traits of depression, mm-hmm. but they don't want to show anybody else they're depressed. Mm-hmm. You know you're not happy with your life, but you don't want to look like... Because, you know, like when you see on a movie and you see that guy that says, yeah, well, this sounds like you're, you're a depressed person. And the guy's like, wow, you figured me out. Oh, and they break down. And that doesn't happen in real life. Yeah, yeah. The person yeah, who's... Right? The person who's really understanding how that looks as a, per, as a character mm-hmm. is not going to jump into that role of being that person. That's why I'm the bully who's punching on you. Yeah. I actually get beat at home. Nobody actually ever says that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They just punch you for harder. Like, what? What? You stupid idiot? No, that's exactly what's not. I'm happy as hell. But they know they're depressed. Yeah. Is trigger warning. The enlightenment is, is if you see yourself starting to have traits that you feel that really because of your sadness and you feel like you're holding on to sadness, Mm -hmm. it's okay to say you're sad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Find a friend. Yeah, it's okay to not be okay. Right. I feel like too many people don't want to say that. Yeah. It's okay to not be okay. Thank you. She said it the best. I I wish I said that first. Yeah. It's okay to not be okay. Mm Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. It really is. Like, I think so many people have to feel like they have to put up, like, a mask or, you know. And that's what and... causes you to get into more depression. It becomes yeah. a cycle because you're not okay and you're supposedly supposed to be doing okay. And some people be like, look at your life. Oh, my God. If I had that, you know, I'd be so much happier. And you're like, okay. Or your problems are nothing. Oh, my God. If that was your problem, was my problem. My life would be so much easier. That's haterism. Yeah. That's underlying hater. <coughs> yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. And... That is a, a sociological attack on people who do deal with mental health and mental issues um, because there is such, unfortunately, and I don't even understand here at the end of 2023 why it still is, there is such a stigma behind people who 
um, have challenges to their emotions and who may not be the strongest people or may be the strongest people you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the society wants to look at you like um, you're fucked up. Yeah. Because you can't handle the day-to-day. And it's like, if you only knew, if you only carried a, an inch of what I handle day-to-day, you would not feel that way. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> And I was going to ask, so, like, I know it may be a little bit hard, but can you walk us through that day, like, exactly, like, how you attempted the suicide? And, oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's not hard for me because um, I accepted it, I understand it, mm-hmm. and I thought to myself, well, you know, I didn't survive for no reason. So if I can be a beacon for other people just by saying, like, hey, not that it's normalizing or sensationalizing it, but it's just saying, like, I know what, you, I know what you're doing. I know what you're feeling. Um, so I'll, I'll rewind it back a little bit. Um, my attempt was in April of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I, starting in uh, January of 2020, we lost my father-in-law, um, mm-hmm. who was, the most amazing man mm-hmm. I had ever met in my life. Um, I did not have any positive male role models in my life until uh, I met him. What was his and name? He... I'm sorry? What was his name? His name was Harry. Harry Johan. His oh. name was Harry Johan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We called him Pop. I just wanted to be spoken again in the universe. Yeah. Somebody said that sounds so amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we lost him. The same day that we lost him, my mom, um, and her name was Nita, she went into the hospital. Mm. And that began her monthly um, fighting until um, until August of 2020, and we lost her. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was my world. She was a single mom. She worked two, sometimes three jobs um, to take care of my sister and I. And, you know, when they say, like, oh, my mom's my best friend, people are like, ooh, that's weird. No, my mom was my best friend. Um, I had outside friends, of course, but anything that was big in my life, she had to be a part of it. I couldn't. I couldn't have something big unless I brought her into it. Um, mm. And then November of 2020, my sister's long-term partner of um, 26, 26 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a massive heart attack in their kitchen, oh and he passed away. Mm-mm-mm. And then the Kennedys, goddamn. Oh, and in December, my niece, um, her ex-boyfriend lured her to a parking lot and um, under the, you know, the guise of that he um, he wanted to stuff back that was at her house. So he stalked her and he cut her throat. Oh, my God. Um, she survived. She she 
survived. Um, wow. And that's actually an interesting story. Um, I'll, I'll have to tell you that as we go along as well. Okay. Um, so uh, she survived, but it was, it was just 2020, just wanted to, to just destroy our family. And um, I, I just, I tried to be okay. I tried to do day-to-day things. And I found that I could care less if my laundry was done. I could care less if my house was clean. Mm. Um, I honestly cared less if my wife and I got along or talked or, um, or my, our kids. Um, I could care less if they saw me in bed, if they saw me on the couch. Only entity, the only living thing I had to have with me was um, my dog, Lily. Oh. Um, she's a little Jack Russell that we had um, we had rescued in uh, 2019, and um, I just I would have to have her close so um, that. In, in April, I sat up on the edge of the bed and I said, I can't do this anymore. I, I can't. I can't survive. Mom, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do it without you. And mm-hmm. I don't know that I would want to. Um, I had Xanax as a prescription for um, anxiety. Mm-hmm. And um, I had purposely uh, been holding on to that bottle because I, I, I didn't consciously think of him and suicide, but I'm like, I'm gonna need this, mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep this. Um, I, I went and got it. Um, I lay down in bed, um, and I just started taking pills. Oh my god. And I, I would take two or three, and then I'd take a drink, and then I'd take two or three, and then I'd take a drink, and then I don't even know how many, and just just putting them in and putting them in. Mm-hmm. You gave it the old colors to try. Yeah. 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 Um, and and for anybody that that uh, has not taken Xanax or knows anything about Xanax, um, it's bitter. It's very very bitter. Mm-hmm. It's not a it's not a pleasant pill to swallow. Yeah. Um, and so you, you've you got to be pretty determined to just get past that, to just keep taking it and taking it. Um, and I laid back on the bed, and I just, I remember thinking, like, I'm just going to close my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's going to be okay. I'm just going to close my eyes. And um, my wife could not get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. Um, her and I talk throughout the day, either uh, through text messages or um, on the phone. Uh, she had gone to work, and um, she couldn't get a hold of me. I didn't answer texts. I didn't answer calls. Nothing. Um, and so she told her her. Lieutenant, that she had gone. Mm-hmm. Something was wrong. 
Mm-hmm. And it had been, it had been close to five hours that mm-hmm. she had heard from me. Mm-hmm. And um, so she called her mom at the same time. Her and her mom show up here for the house. And she wakes me up. And it didn't, it, it, um, it wasn't easy, but she, she got me away. Mm-hmm. Took me outside. We were sitting outside. And she just very bluntly said, were you trying to die? Oh and at that moment, it was like, I can't deny it. Mm-hmm. I can't deny it. Because if I'm left alone, I'm going to do this again. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep doing it. And I said, yes. She was in need of Oh, my God. So we, went, we went to the um, to the emergency room. And when you are checked in as um, a danger to yourself, you are put into... Um, green paper scrubs. Uh, you have to wait until the non-medical transport comes for you. And then they take you to um, the behavior center. So mm-hmm. they take you to uh, the, the mental hospital. Mm. I mean, your girl yeah. showed love for you. Let me say this part. Because I don't know, nobody's calling this coming to look for me after just five hours. Oh my gosh. Like that right there. That's what I say after five hours. Yeah, you're right. You will be dead. Girl. Because what, what if you only that's, talk to somebody? That's that, that's that Aretha Franklin type of love. That's yeah. That, that's that Paula. Uh, was, was, um, what's her name? That she's the actual original. Whitney Houston actually sings. Oh, oh. The, the song with the wings, the wind above beneath the wings. Oh, yeah. But what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? No, 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 no. No, not Bette Miller. No, it's the one with the, it's big, the country. Jolly Parton. Yeah, Dolly right? Parton. Yeah. Because she, oh, she was actually. Yeah, yeah, I will always love you. Because she, girl, let me tell you, I'm looking for that. I'm yeah. looking for that type of love. Dolly was the one that wrote that song. She sang that to the man. Right. And they broke up. He left her. You know what? And he, she came to his deathbed when the day he was dying and looked oh, him in the right. eyes and sang that to him. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's... that's As he was dying. So, Stacey, it sounds like you got that kind of love over there. That's that kind I of do. love. That's I that do. kind of love. Um, I do. I... Um, the, the goddess has blessed me with the utmost fantastic wife. Um, mm. This this woman and I have literally stepped through hell together, oh. and um, and have come out on the other side with maybe just a little singe to our skin, but we make it every time. That is so amazing. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. It's coming through something. Um, and learning about it, I'm, I'm going through a little separation of stuff myself, but I'm telling you, that love is yeah. it, it, it's worth more than any type of dollar. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, it's simple. And we just did it. Oh, no, it's not simple. It is work. Uh, nope. I can yeah, be is. an absolute asshole. She can be an absolute asshole. But at the end of the day, there is nobody else that I would want to spend the rest of my existence with. 
Oh, that is so sweet. And I'm glad that you have that support system, you know, because I know that she probably has been very helpful through your depression stage, through everything. And that's yeah. that's what you need, you know? That's awesome. I'm so happy yeah. about that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm telling you, I was giving a, giving a hero bass to your girl. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no way you'd actually made it to five hours, that's all? And she was like, and she, she talked to her supervisor and was like, I got to go home. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's love. That is. It's not, it's not, she's in law enforcement, so it's not easy to just get up and be like, I'm going home. Yeah, I heard you say, the lieutenant, that's why I was like, hmm, what is that? Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. talk about an actual officer out here on the beat, and that, bruh, that's yeah. right there. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I was going to ask, because when you got to the hospital, like, what? I was going to ask if she had a sister. Like, <laughs> 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 the, the, she, he said, so does your wife have a sister for Buddha? Um, no, no, no. It was actually, being funny. <laughs> that's just weird now. Uh, you're the one that said it. I said I was going to say it, and that was just because it was the sake of comedy. Okay, well, you know. I'm just trying to be a good friend here. Let's go back to the seriousness of this. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so, my I'll question... Tell you, I'll tell you, Buddha, if I find you a girl, I will send her your way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So... Unfortunately, most of the girls I know like other girls. <laughs> I like all the girls. I like girls, too. I'm lesbian. <laughs> and I like girls that like girls. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the best ones. <laughs> so, so, don't mind Buddha over here. As long as she just, it's one girl and me, we are all happy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a trio in heaven. Oh, my God. Yeah, if there's three, then you're happier. Yeah, right? Right? If there's three, I mean, come on. Let's do that. <laughs> that's a triangle. That's, that's the pyramid. You are building dynasties. <laughs> oh wow well i guess stacy's now your matchmaker so we'll keep you posted on i'm that. saying i will be pharaoh be my cleopatra let's do this <laughs> so, Absolutely. i will be your aphrodite well thank you well aphrodite meaning the friend that's gonna help you find a woman that's what that means but yes <laughs> so Say, yeah. I was gonna ask. I always wonder when you got to the hospital. How does like the stomach pumping work? Does it hurt? Like, how does that work? Oh no, they don't. Okay, so they don't actually. It's not an actual machine. So um, what they do is they give you a pill, and it's about the the size of um, like a, a thick, you know, like the the thick ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. It's not that size. Okay. And it is um, active charcoal is, is uh, what it is. So you you swallow it, or if you're not conscious, then it's a liquid. Oh. And they, will, they will put it, um, they will uh, intubate you. So they'll put a tube into your throat. Um, I was conscious. So because I was conscious, they didn't give me anything. Uh, they had given the girl in the bed next to me um, the charcoal pill because she um, she kept going in and out, in and out. And, um, but I, um, I was conscious. They kept monitoring my heart rate. Uh, they kept taking blood work. They monitored my oxygen, um, all, all that kind of stuff. 
but the thing that turned everything around for me mm-hmm. is uh, while we were sitting there in the back, I kept telling my wife, go ahead and go home. It's going to be late before I, I go anywhere. Just go ahead and go home. She said, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Well, just go ahead. And, you know, I know you're tired. I know, you know, you, you, you've got to work. You've got to do this stuff. Just, just go ahead. Go home. I'm not going anywhere. Stop it. And I looked at her, and she stared me square in the eyes, and she said, you all the time ask me not to give up on you. Because um, I, I have, not so much anymore, but I had um, major abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she's like, you know, you constantly ask me not to give up on you. And I'm like, I know. She goes, you gave up on me. Oh. That was deep. Yeah, and that was. That wasn't an awe moment. That it was. was. That's That's deep. Oh, That's my deep. goodness. You had the wrong emotion. You don't tell me what kind of. I'm not gonna let no man sit here and tell me what my emotions oh my must be. You did, you just, did you just fucking hear that? This man friend, is trying to fucking unisex, control unisex, me. Unisex no, friendship. No, you know what? Unisex Fuck that. You're not gonna well sit done. here and tell me what my emotions must that be was right now. Wrong one at that one. Do you don't fucking tell me what my po- emotions? Power up you don't moment, fucking tell me moment. what my emotions okay. are supposed to be. Okay, I'm sorry. If I was a girl, I'd be able to tell you this though. Exactly. Okay. I apologize. Apologize for that, Stacy. <laughs> I had to check Buddha here real quick. If you, if you were a, a, a full-figured blonde woman, I believe you could tell me anything you ever wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't be over here telling us what to do as a man. Right. I'm sorry. I got to stay conscious of myself. Yes. Anyways, we apologize for that, Stacey. Sometimes I just have to check him really quick because he just don't understand. <laughs> it's rough. Uh, something that's fun, I tell um, my best friend at work, um, her, like, uh, I'll be getting shit from my wife, I'll be getting shit from her, and I'll be getting shit from, like, some of the other women at work, and I'll be like, look, I got too many women in my life telling me what to do. <laughs> so, somebody's gonna have to, you know, exit in this, so... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, oh, you left off talking about um, your wife. Yes. Um, and and it, it really just hit my heart. And I said, I'm sorry. And she, you know, she's like, we, we've got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. But she, um, with my mom, was um, what they they call um, I was in uh, I worked in hospice for quite a while. Um, when when you have somebody who has a long term illness and they're passing away, um, they have what's called the last hurrah, which is the brain's last attempt to survive. Mm. Um, okay. So they'll be lucid they will be talking they will want to eat um, oh my gosh I know okay so I'm, I remember watching this from Grey's Anatomy and I've heard this several times because they call it the surge so that's true when somebody's really dying they'll get that whole burst of energy and yeah. you'll see them you'll be like oh my gosh maybe they're going to get better so that's true that really happens yes it does yes 
Yeah. Wow. Uh, and what? And unfortunately, yeah. that's what a lot of families think is like, well, see, look, you don't need to be on hospice. Um, you're, you're, you're coming back. You're getting strong, and it's it's a hard thing to tell people um, that no, they're they're not coming back. That's that's the last bit. So how soon uh, after they get that surge do they eventually die? That night. That uh, night? It can be. It can be 48, 72 hours later. Um, but it's it's very shortly after. Very oh, shortly. my gosh. Uh, that, that's terrible. My mom was gone two days after. Mm. Yeah, because it's um, true. I've heard that they be up, they be eating, they talk to you. They're not like sickly yeah. no more. And you be like, you're they're getting they better. Like they cured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was I thought that was TV yeah. stuff. Not I thought that was TV stuff too. Because when I seen that on Grey's Anatomy, I actually looked up because they call it the surge. So I started looking up the surge, and I couldn't find nothing about it because he doesn't work yeah. for them. Right. But well, they stop. It's called. It's not called the surge. <laughs> what is it called, Stacy? What is the word for it? Uh, uh, the- I think it kind of varies by which um, doctor that you work for with hospice. The the doctor that I worked with, he called it the last the last two rock. Mm. So this Ooh, was rah. the last. <laughs> so is yeah, this every last patient that gets this, or is it just a select few that gets this? No, um, I I was in hospice for twelve years, and in twelve years, every patient that I um, worked with did. Every one of them had it. That's really actually scary. I mean, it, it's it's really scary if you think about it because now, like, you know, and I wondered as a patient themselves how they feel like, they feel like they're getting better. They feel like themselves. So I wonder, do they start having hope or do they know they're going to just die anyway? I will tell you no. this. If it if the hurrah happens to me, I know I'm going to survive. You're probably going to die, though. What? Why would you say? If I get the hurrah... I'm going to live. Why do you think you're going to just live through I, the hurrah? I have superpowers, something in me, kind of like what Wolverine has, is what I believe. That at the last moment, my genetic DNA would come together and they'll figure this shit out on their own. Uh-uh. And help me survive. That and orange juice. <laughs> what? drink a shitload of orange juice. Until you had to scratch your back, Buddha, and then you would just shred your intestines and everything else. Yeah, I'm sure. Buddha's over here a superhuman, right? I am, though. First is to believe it. Mm-mm. So that's that's interesting. Thank you for talking to us about that, Stacy. because I really had, I, I knew about it, but I had no idea it was real, so thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, uh-huh. If I, if I can, I'm going to kind of throw this out there, too. Yes. Um, I, I would like Every person, every man, every woman, every teenager, every person that hears this, there is a simple three-digit number, 988, that you can call or you can text, and that will get you in touch with trained, licensed, educated people who can walk you through that moment in your life and direct not only emergency services to you, but you to services. Mm -hmm. Um, Suicide is a thousand percent preventable. Mm -hmm. A thousand percent preventable. Mm -hmm. It just takes 
one person to stand there and say, I may not know what you're going through, but I care enough about you that tomorrow is not going to be the same if you aren't here. Mm -hmm. So I would like to say that to every person that listens to this podcast. You can find me on Instagram at which with all the gifts, 666, shoot me a, a text message, um, shoot, or a DM message, actually. Girl. And just be like, you may, not, you may not know me, but this is what I'm going through, and I heard your story. That and is I'll a tough me. number to dial when suicide is coming, it's 666. Oh, my God. Like, I'm thinking about killing myself. Let me dial 666. Damn. <clears throat> but... You know what? I don't even know what to say to that. I don't either. But it does sound like it's going to be a good thing. Yeah. You may convert the number in the history of time. I was like, you're taking the stigma away from that number because you're nothing yeah. but positive. Like, you're not, how could anybody, yeah, I'm like. I'm some frills. You're ballsy, girl. I'm going to give you this. You are ballsy. Yeah, you are. That is bold advertisement at the same time can help because when i yeah because when i first started talking to you at first it kind of threw me off too i was like 666 and i was like oh my gosh she's so positive and everything i was she like i've been saying two times too we're all gonna burn Damn, i just thought see, about that you just said it, I said it. <laughs> we can just start saying it all the way around oh my gosh i'm not gonna start saying it i'll dial the number though but i'm not gonna start saying it I can see white Jesus is staring at me, and he is not happy. I can see white Jesus staring at me, too, and he's not happy. (laughs) I guess I'm the only teacher's pet around here. Girl, you just love to get the extra points. (laughs) You're going to be that one in the extra layer of heaven, and we're just not even going to like you. Be like, don't even even talk to Nisha when she comes down here, girl. Oh, it reminds me of when Buna and I used to work together. That's how we met is at work, and I guess everybody hated me because I was so by the book. We did hate you. (laughs) Or that person jesus is gonna love you but all of us are gonna hate you see that's fucked up because you're gonna be snitching yeah. on us she's gonna be snitching on us don't you be yeah on her girl don't you yeah her she's gonna snitch on you too you know why because jesus oh, said jesus is like she's gonna be like jesus said don't you do that oh you know what? i did not sound like that that's exactly how you had are you doing what you're supposed to be doing are you doing what you're supposed to be doing jesus said we can't do that at all that's how <laughs> she's gonna be whatever and she's gonna be okay, the snitch. The the one up that I have is that if Nisha uh, snitches on me, then I turn around and say, "Well, you're doing the same thing I'm doing." <laughs> well, you do have that Trump card, don't you? All right. Yeah. Jesus has to look at that too. Let me tell you something. My Jesus loves it too. Mm. Girls can kiss girls, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you can't see me, but I'm nodding my head yeah. in approval. Buddha is nodding his head. That is beautiful. <laughs> so, Stacy, I wanted to ask you about mental health services because I'm assuming are you like in therapy actively right now? Yes, I, I am, and, um, and mm-hmm. I have been since. Um, since that day, yeah. So can you kind of tell everyone, because I know that there's so many people out there and there's such a stigma around just getting therapy, getting mental health. And can you kind of tell everybody, like, how it made you feel once you started going to see a therapist? And I don't, like, it's definitely not wrong to seek help. No, it is absolutely not wrong to seek help. Um, and, and I would encourage every person that just 
um, feels like their day-to-day is a little too much or it's a little darker than they want it to be, is to reach out and get help. Um, mental health services, I, I want to say, I, I want to sit back and I want to say how uh, inviting they are and how, um, like, you're going to be, it's going to be this giant hug wrapped around you, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, mental health services, you have to really want help um, because, unfortunately, um, services are very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of insurances don't cover it. Um, yeah, a lot of um, psychiatrists are overworked. Mm-hmm. So they just want to pass a, a prescription your way and send you. But there is a handful, a handful of wonderful people that they don't care what your socioeconomical standings are. They don't care. Um, they don't care about your your um, sexuality, your nationality. They don't care about any of it. The only thing they care about is that you need help and they know how to get it to you. I think that's... And, I'm sorry. No, I think that that's really awesome. I was going to say my daughter actually wants to be a therapist. And so I'm I'm going to be so happy because we need more good therapists. Yes. Yes, well, I think therapists are kind of like teachers where it's harder for them <laughs> for the fact that they're not being paid adequately for the mm-hmm. job needed. Mm-hmm. It is actual medical service. Yeah, absolutely. And we need it more than, you know, condoms honestly now i think so because i I think everybody could use some kind of mental health treatment you know even even if you think that you're completely fine there's always something that you could work on for your life even if you're like overworked whatever it is you know it would help for anybody to be able to talk to somebody and unfortunately we don't have enough resources for everybody you know no and i think that's kind of another um misconception is that people think well my problems aren't bad enough that I need to bother a therapist with them no you're not bothering them it's not their job they're not obligated they truly want to help you Mm -hmm. and if it is something that causes even a little bit of distress in your life then yeah talk to somebody about it Mm -hmm. Um, our family members get burdened and and it's not because you're a burden, but it's, you know, everyday life can sometimes just be heavy for them, too. Yeah. And, and, some, and sometimes it's having the opinion of someone who doesn't, you know, uh, isn't intimately involved with you mm-hmm. that helps you to see where you can make the changes to where you can improve your life and improve your outlook. Yeah, because I was going to say that, too. It's like, it's not that, like, for me, it's not that I don't want to be a good friend or a good family member, but I'm not licensed. And sometimes I don't always have the answers and I don't know what to say or I don't know how to approach a, you know, a topic. So, it, like you said, it is better to have, like, a professional. It's XP points. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> In the yeah. truth of it. It is someone who has that field, respected for what it is. Mm-hmm. If you are an electrician... Yeah, and especially if you're an electrician and fixing someone's house or something and installing lights, 
yeah, you can make a fan light bus and you can put in, uh, you know, a thousand lights in their house and make it look like a disco fever is happening there. Mm -hmm. That does not mean you can fix a car. Yeah, right, right. <clears throat> Every person has the specifics of their profession. Mm -hmm. Take it, take that and tell me. To kind of piggyback on what you were saying, Manisha, is that's a lot of a lot of people. Like um, when there's been a um, when there's been a great loss in somebody's family, um, or even themselves. Um, that's that's the number one thing to say. Well, I don't know what to say. Sometimes it's not that you say anything. Sometimes mm. it's literally just being there. Um, there were times. When I had come out of the hospital, there would be times that um, my wife would look at me, and and she was trying to find the perfect thing to say, mm -hmm. and and she'd just kind of shake her head and just be like, "I love you," and that may have just been the perfect thing to say. There, it, it's sometimes just knowing that if I come to you or somebody comes to you, you're not going to push me away. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I need a distraction. Maybe I, I need a heart-to-heart -heart talk. Um, but never never let somebody just just push you away. Oh. Um, because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. um, because I don't, we don't want people to love us. We don't want people to care about us. Because we have to have that that um evidence that yes the world is going to be better without us no i completely get it like and and thank you for saying that because i have a problem with that like if somebody comes to me with a problem i feel like okay i have to find a solution or i have to give advice but what you're saying is you don't always have to give advice just be there just listen right and that's okay yeah that's absolutely okay and, and sometimes it's okay to even say to them you know I don't know how to help you, but I'm here with you. Mm -hmm. that and we will get through it together. That now you just gave some knowledge there. Yeah. And even with Nisha reiterating it, is that's knowledge. Um, I feel like TVs teach us wrong. I feel like a lot of people are TV taught. Like you feel like you're supposed to say something at the exact moment as the sun sets and you guys are both looking out in the distance and the guy saying, you know, like, this is a horrible thing to happen in my life. And you'd be supposed to say something like, life is life and the deepest things come from tomatoes. You know, like, you're supposed to say something that they make them think and all that. When yeah. in actuality, in real life, it's okay to be like, I don't know what the hell to say. Like, that's just fucked up. Yeah. And just leave it. Mm -hmm. Leave it. Don't, mm -hmm. even, don't be the person saying nothing. They right. Tell, they said what they were saying. They said it was hella horrible. And they walked in the room and their wife was fucking their accountant. And you just be like, jeez. Oh, I'm so sorry. Right? I like, apologize. Right? That's it. And that's all. You, there's no advice for some stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I agree. Well, Stacey, this has been such a wonderful time. I really appreciate you coming in and being able to just share such a, you know, a story with us, you know about your life thank you so much because that's such a deep part of your life and i really appreciate you coming here to tell it to us yeah thank you and i appreciate you guys letting me come in to say that because um we we need to talk about it we need to be able to say you know um you don't have to suffer in silence you don't have to suffer in the dark um 
there's so many of us. Mm-hmm. So just find one. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for being, I mean, not just a podcast listener, but now you're a friend. Thank you for always supporting us. Um, Can you shout out some other podcasts that you listen to? Because I know you listen to a whole uh, bunch. I, yeah, I do. Um, number one, always, my number one is always one nothing. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, we love you, Amanda. Amanda. And David. Amanda and David, yes. Yes, we love I, them. I, I adore them. Um, the Suspended Sentence. Tracy and Samantha, I'm good friends with them too. Um, and then you guys, um, Thank I you. love to, I love to listen to uh, hashtag Murder, uh, where the weird ones are um, with Kevin. So he's you know a little. I love to joke with Kevin and tell him he makes me question my sexuality. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So, and just a, a big shout out to uh, Northern Siren. Um, she's not a podcaster, but um, Frankie, she's a good, good friend. And um, and then, of course, now um, my podcast with Lavender. Yeah. On Wednesday. Yes, please tell us where they can listen and when it drops, because I'm excited for your first episode. Oh, our novel uh, episode will drop on one one twenty four. What was that uh, word you just said before? On a noggle? What? Inaugural. Okay. Mm, okay, so January 1st, starting off the new year, right? And, the, and your podcast is yeah. called Early on Wednesday? Early on Wednesday, yes. Um, we do cryptids, we do true crime, we do paranormal, and we're even going to kind of do something a little different with true crime and paranormal. Ooh. I don't want to give too much away. Okay. But um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be worth listening to. Um, That's gonna so, be dope. Yeah, I it, mean, I I don't have a Buddha. But um, <laughs> I'm hoping it's still interesting. Oh, I know it will be. And, and w- is this going to be on Spotify, Apple? Can they listen to it anywhere, that podcast? Yes, anywhere that they get their podcasts, um, but mainly Spotify and Apple Podcasts, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Now, I do have to ask you, your podcast is called Early on Wednesday. So why, should you guys be dropping an episode on Wednesdays? Why is it Mondays? No. Um, okay, so um, Monday it just happened to be that way. Um, so I asked uh, Lavender why her podcast was called Early on Wednesday, and it's a nostalgic thing for her. Oh. Uh, she used to get out of school early on Wednesdays, so it, oh. it, it's a good feeling. I love that. Oh, okay. And Wednesday yeah. is hump day, too. Yes, it is. Yeah. It, yes, it is. <laughs> it is. But that should be a national holiday, the way you just said that. It really is. You said that casual like a news casual. Like, we all knew that is fact. Like, For Wednesday real. is hump day. Wednesday is hump day, everybody. Like, 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 every other hump day has sounded bad. You were one of the few people yeah. that made it sound good. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, and you know what? Early on Wednesday, I, we follow each other on Instagram, and she's very supportive as well. So I'm like, a shout out to both of you guys, and I hope you guys get so many podcast listeners. You guys, make sure you run their numbers up. That's right. That's right. And please continue to support 
Misha and Buddha, you guys are doing it like nobody else. Oh. So, yeah, you guys are Blessings you, you guys are the top. You're your top tier or top shelf, depending on what you like to drink. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you I so much. That's what I like to be. And are you going to have an Instagram or anything you want to plug for your podcast? Um. So yes, please follow Lavender at uh, early on Wednesday, and um, then me um, at Witch with all the gifts. We are also on TikTok, um, but on TikTok I am Girl with all the gifts. Hmm. Don't forget um, the numbers. You forgot to say the numbers after. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> and just for you, Buddha, it's six, six, six. There. <laughs> you can't there say you them all, don't say them all together too fast. That you got to break it up. Yeah, that's that's the secret. Oh well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that's awesome. Well, in the meantime, too, if you want to follow the Hot Garbage Show, you can follow us at Hot Garbage Show. That's on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook, Hot Garbage, True Crime Edition. Follow my TikTok, Author Nisha. You can also send us a Gmail. Any kind of cases you want to listen to, follow us and, you know, send us an email. We appreciate it. HotGarbageNews at gmail.com. We have a Patreon. So for $5 a month, you get that extra content. So log in, Patreon.com for it slash hot garbage true crime we also have a youtube at hot garbage show and just keep liking subscribing and give us five stars because we appreciate it oh yeah and that, that youtube your guys channel is is a banger it's nice oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you very much well everywhere take care watch your back out there